welcome to PCOM Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Feldstein, and today we're talking with Barbara Grogan, president of the Moultrie-Colquitt County Development Authority. Mrs. Grogan began her position with the Development Authority in May of 2019, just months before PCOM South Georgia welcomed its first class in August of that year. Later that year, thanks to a partnership with Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, the Moultrie Colquitt County Development Authority garnered a regional Deer of the Year Award from the Georgia Economic Developers Association. In her position, Mrs. Grogan continues to encourage economic growth in the region. Just last year, the Development Authority voted to allocate $1.5 million towards growth at PCOM South Georgia. Mrs. Grogan has been a constant supporter of our efforts to fill the healthcare gaps in rural and underserved areas. And we are extremely fortunate to have her with us today to discuss the economic development in Moultrie. Welcome to PCOM Perspectives, Barb, and thank you for being here. Yes, glad to be here. I have a, a couple questions for you. So you're a native of the South Georgia region. Can you quantify the economic growth you have seen in the area during the last five years? Yes, the growth itself has just been phenomenal, and it's coming from many different perspectives, which is amazing for any region and what you want to see because it benefits all walks of life of people, and that's the best of all worlds. In terms of numbers, there's been a $2 billion investment in the last five years, 6,600 new jobs, and then 178 locations, and that's about a 20-county region. But if you look at Cockwood County alone in the last five years, there's been $97 million of new investment, 560 jobs at 20 different locations. And what's wonderful about it, we have growth from a college with you all out there at PCOM South Georgia that brings in educators, researchers, doctors, all of those things. Do we have new industry growth? Do we have new restaurants? So we have, have it in all uh, different industries, and that's the best for community. Great. So you joined the Development Authority just before PCOM South Georgia opened its doors. In what ways do you believe the college has benefited the community? Some days I tell people I can't even begin to answer that question, but then I start telling them all these things that we see and we know about. We have new restaurants that are breaking ground now and will fully open this year. We have new housing developments and the economic impact of the college in our community has spurred that growth. Now our community as a whole can support it and we needed that data to show we could support it. So the start of the college here has launched all of that activity. And for that, we are very thankful because our citizens get to experience it too. And that's a, a really big part to our community. So we have your students here, we have your faculty and staff here, they're enjoying it. And then our citizens will as well. We're seeing more chain restaurants that are not as, uh, many in rural communities, they're seeing where we can support them economically. They're staying here, they're building here. So we always like to look at the opportunities that are brought about by the college being here. And I tell people some data I learned early on in economic development. One doctor's office of 10 jobs is the equivalent of 150 in manufacturing, just because of the difference in the nature of the salaries and the work. So it's just as positive for a community to invest in healthcare and a medical facility as it is a manufacturing facility because individuals need all types of jobs, but the manufacturing, the healthcare, what it may be. However, you look at the impact and what it can bring and it's just endless. 
Another thing it has really done for the community is it's brought with the students so many wonderful volunteers that engage in our community from the migrant clinic out in Ellington where they help uh, provide healthcare services, to volunteering in the schools where they may go in and talk with students that have a thought, I may wanna go to medical school, but how do I even get there? It gives the students some real world opportunities. We took uh, 30 teachers to your campus yesterday that teach math and sciences and such topics in our local school system and said, when your students want to go to medical college, here's the path and here's the real world, how they get there. And it's right here in our own backyard. So I would say the benefits to our community, they grow every day, they're endless. They're anything we want them to be is what I really tell people. You want to volunteer, you want new jobs, you want this or that, let's work with the college, it's here. Well, thanks for that answer, Barb, that was great. I'm sure you've got a couple questions for me as well. Yes, I do. I have a few. So we're excited about the um, support and current efforts y'all have here to expand numbers on campus with your newly developed programs. Can you tell us about the timelines of when those additions will actually occur? So the first one that we want to expand is the existing DO class. Okay. And the timeline for that is when we graduate the first class from Moultrie, which will be in the spring of 2023 then we're allowed to go back to the accrediting body and ask for a class expansion. Now that to a large extent is determined by how many clinical rotations we can get in the community and how much GME has grown. With the advent of growth at graduate medical education, which are residency spots in Thomasville at Archibald with their internal medicine program, with continued growth at Colquitt Regional, with new residencies at uh, Southern Regional down in Valdosta, and hopefully with TIF Regional adopting a GME philosophy, we should be able to go back to the accreditors and grow the class, I'm hopeful, hopefully between 80 to 100 students. And that would allow us you know, a significant expansion to be able to generate more physicians for the community. The other program that we started last year that we're trying to expand is the biomedical science program. That allows students who may have decided late in their college careers they wanted to go into medicine or that their science grades weren't quite up to par. So they can get a master's degree in biomedical science. They sit side by side with the osteopathic medical students and are given the opportunity to learn and they can perform at a high level. That's a pathway to get into the medical school for the upcoming fall. So those are two programs. We also have to apply years in advance mm -hmm. for other programs. Programs we're looking at potentially are occupational therapy. The other program we're trying to expand into for behavioral health is there are different accrediting bodies in different states. So in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia for our behavioral health masters in counseling, and our doctor of uh, psychology for clinical psychology, those are accredited by the American Psychological Association. In Georgia, the accrediting body for mental health counseling is called KCREP, and that's a different accrediting body. So we're in that process right now. Our goal is we're starting that process, so hopefully we can start recruiting for behavior health mental counseling in Georgia in the fall of 22, 
we'll recruit so that in the August of 23, we could take our first class of behavioral health care specialists. Because we know what the mental health care needs are in Georgia, especially in rural Georgia. We as a community like to bring the community development side along right with you as you're growing from the education side. So that helps us look at housing and restaurants and other developments that will complement your growth. So that's good timing. Can you share with us what degrees students at PCOM South Georgia earn now and what that looks like? Well, right now they're earning the osteopath, the DO, Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine, and a master's in biomedical science. If we were to start an OT program, they would receive a master's in occupational therapy. If we're able to start a physician's assistant program, and again, that's determined by clinical rotations, they mm -hmm. would get a master's as a physician's assistant. And then for psychology, they would receive a master's in mental health counseling. That's good. That's a broad array of degrees they can get that are all needed in rural healthcare areas. So we would love to see all of them and just see them keep growing because it helps our community and region and well beyond to have those opportunities. Thinking big picture, because we would love to see PCOM South Georgia just forever and always grow. Just keep growing because we've got the land and the space to do it. But really, what are the long-range plans and goals for this campus? What, what looks realistic that would be, this is where we want to be in five years, 10 years, whatever it may be? Well, I think we'd like to have a full-blown regional educational center for rural health care. And, you know, for every program that we have up in Swanee, whether it's physical therapy, potentially pharmacy, physician's assistant program, and behavioral health, we'd like to see that in South Georgia as well, as potentially other programs that we haven't even thought of yet. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no optometry school in the state of Georgia. That has potential at some point in time. So it's A, working with you and the community in the region, you know, what's needed. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to duplicate programs that aren't needed. Right. And we also, we try not to compete with the undergraduate institutions that send us students to our graduate programs. So if, if there's a, a graduate program in the area just as an example, if there's a master's in speech pathology and audiology at a local college in the area, we may not want to compete with them because they're providing that service. On the other hand, if there's a true shortage and they can't graduate enough graduates to meet the needs of the community, then we would start a program. Yeah. I love hearing that y'all are looking at it from that holistic big perspective because y'all do have good partnerships with ABAC, BSU, and Valdosta and these surrounding colleges and universities that can feed in. And there are limited resources everywhere in the world. We all know that. So the fact that we look to not duplicate because we want the best for everyone, that's really encouraging. And we like hearing too that y'all are just looking at big picture of what is needed, what is needed in the region, what's needed for the state of Georgia to continuously grow. So that's very encouraging. And as you know, we've got plenty of space, so we're always gonna help y'all grow. Because I, I think, you know, as our world evolves, healthcare is like everything else. The way it is taught, the way it is learned, the way it is practiced will always evolve. And so we want to be able to be there and partner with you in doing that. 
Well, we greatly appreciate it. You've been a great partner since day one. And hopefully we'll, we'll both continue to grow together because that is the goal. We're not going anywhere. No, we're not either. So we're all here to stay. <laughs> okay, great. So Barb, again, love to thank you for joining us today. We're proud of the economic impact that we have made in South Georgia, but we're also proud of our work to better the region through supporting community wellness initiatives and through forming like-minded regional partnerships. All these endeavors are executed in an effort to provide much needed healthcare professionals in rural and underserved areas. And the support of community organizations like the Moultrie Colquitt County Development Authority is vital to our success. To listen to past episodes of this podcast and become a subscriber, visit our SoundCloud page or find us on iTunes by searching Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm Jay Feldstein, and this has been PCOM Perspectives. <laughs>